Hey, beautiful people, it's Angel Janelle, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Outlet Podcast. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for plugging in to another episode of the Outlet Podcast with me. I am really excited about today's episode, um, and I really hope everyone has had a great week. Um, I hope that you guys have had some amazing experiences, some uh, great laughs, good food, awesome opportunities, and in this episode, um, we are going to discuss the importance of relying on God when we decide to give up, and I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I'm not the only person who's ever desired to give up. I'm going to take that a step further and say I may not be the only person, and I don't feel like I am, who has ever had a desire to just give up on God. Now, this isn't something I'm boasting about by any means, but it is my truth, and it's something that I want to share with you all today. So let's journey back, if you will. Uh, to 2020. In the year 2020, I'd gotten to a point where I was just tired, tired of going through hard things. And I was tired of having to endure situations that felt like they were impossible to overcome. And a lot of the things I'd been dealing with, I really felt like no one else could possibly be going through stuff like this. Um, as I shared in the previous episode, I was a secret child, right? And a lot of things became, um, unreal and real all at the same time in that area of my life in 2019. Now, the, the obstacles I'd been facing hadn't just started in 2019 or 2020. I've experienced a lot of hard things all of my life. Um, even from childhood and I had this mindset of God, why would you being such a good, good father allow me to struggle in all these different areas for all of these years and I'm doing my best to love you. I'm doing my best to love your people. I, I'm trying like, is that not enough for you? I just, I just wanted to take a pause because I felt like I I knew, I knew that God in all of his goodness was good. So I just knew that I was the problem. I knew that whatever was wrong in my pursuit of a real relationship with him and my pursuit of getting to know him and growing in him, whatever was happening had to be my fault. Because my idea of a relationship with God was that, yes, there'd be some obstacles, but they wouldn't always be back to back to back to back. Um, I always felt like things would be a little easier because, y'all, when you start being intentional, intentional about living for Jesus, what they don't tell you is, listen close, what they don't tell you is (laughs) things begin to uproot and shift in your life. And I'm not saying that to um, deter anyone from beginning a relationship with the Lord at all. But I am saying that just in case you didn't know, things shift in your life when you begin to live intentionally for Jesus. Because the people 
that you were so close to, if they don't have the same mindset and desire to grow in their relationship with Jesus, there's going to be some tension in those friendships and relationships sometimes because everyone just does not respect that. And that's not okay. You can't grow in Christ in that way, being in such close proximity with people like that. So that shifts. And sometimes um, when your perspective perspectives begin to shift and change, family members, you have to let some family members go. And what I mean by let them go is you have to put some space there because their mindset isn't like into yours um into what god wants their mindset to be like so there are some things that shift there are some opportunities that you may have to pass up and along with those moments there's like an internal shift happening in your life your mentality is changing and you're growing and developing in new ways um that people don't really talk about until they're experiencing it um and some people people like me I didn't have someone who had gone before me and experienced things similar to me that I could discuss this stuff with. Um, And so I think that's a, a portion of why I just felt so tired. And so here's what I did back to 2020. I said, God, <laughs> I love you. I do. And it's not you. It's me. I, I just need a break. I need a break and I'll try another time. I'll try to live for you another time. I'll try to please you another time. Like I'm just going to not try to pursue this relationship with you anymore. Um, And what I learned from that. And first, let me tell y'all, it doesn't last long at all. It didn't last that long. (laughs) It didn't last long at all, but it did happen. And in the period where it happened, I was just so lost. I felt really empty. I felt um, like I didn't have purpose. I felt like a big hunk of me was missing that I just didn't have the language to express. And ultimately, I was just tired of trying to live for God when I felt like he wasn't showing up for me. And I learned very quickly in that same season that I was so immature. I needed humility for one to acknowledge God. Things are happening in my life that I don't like, that I don't understand, but I trust that you are God. And I trust that in your goodness, all of these things will work out for my good. I didn't have that humility to say that. Instead, I was so prideful and I felt like God owed me something because of what my works. That's just like not it. That's missing the mark completely. And in addition to humility, I needed um, endurance. I, I didn't have endurance and maturity to know that that's what I needed in order to continue to run the race of pursuing this relationship with God, pursuing um, the kingdom of God, pursuing uh, eternal life with him. And I know that we weren't saved y'all by our works because of how good we are, because of how much we tithe, because of how often we go to church, because of how often we feed the homeless and the hungry and how we know our works did not save us. We were saved by faith through grace. Um, Wait, I said that backwards. By grace, through faith, 
wait i feel like i said that backwards too hold on we were saved (laughs) y'all oh lord have mercy here we go (sighs) we were saved by grace through faith there it is I don't know what's going on with my mind today okay I'm focused anyway and I feel like I said that and I just anyway thank you for bearing with me nevertheless I had to grow up and that's what it kind of boiled down to I don't know if you guys have ever heard like in church or on sermons on YouTube or just people talking um referring to people as babes in Christ babies need milk adults eat meat if you give a baby a steak (laughs) that baby cannot chew the meat that baby will not be able to rip it apart cut it no none of those things that baby is going to choke the baby doesn't have the capacity to eat meat and I felt like in that season I was like a baby like there's some meat um growing in maturity and humility that's that's kind of meatish right there because it's an ongoing process you don't just wake up one day oh I'm humble I never have to grow in that area again no like that's a task um and so how I was able to get out of that season was for one God's grace for two prayer and not just myself praying because there were times I just didn't desire to or I didn't know the language to say. I didn't have words to conceptualize how I really felt or express how I felt. Um, but I had friends who thought it not robbery to pray for me. They'd pray for me in my presence. And I know for sure they were praying for me um, when I wasn't around. And I appreciate them for that. Um, and there'd be days where they'd come over. I was living with my brother and they'd come over and pray with me like that's that's pretty lit and I remember during the season my brother's like sis what's wrong with you like your light your your glow you you're always smiling if I come out of the room you're usually out here praying or just laughing and none of these things are happening are you okay and I told him like I've been kind of down like I, I didn't go into full detail but it's, it's amazing how people can see when things are going on with you. And even in your relationship with God, people notice because there is a light that God has placed in us. And when that light isn't shining and everyone's used to seeing it, they notice. They notice that something's off. And so in addition to prayer, there were some principles in the Bible that I had to be aware of and some scriptures that I held dear to um, that helped me to grow and ask God for endurance and to ask God for all of the things that I felt that I needed in that season. And so um, in Galatians 6, uh, chapter 6, verse 9, it's quoted all the time, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall, we shall reap if we faint not. And I think for me, when I used to hear that, I didn't apply that to my relationship with God or being a believer. Um, I just applied that to, oh, something hard is happening. Don't give up in this hard season. And I don't know, it was just a disconnect that you can have hard seasons in relationships, you know, with God. Um, And I had to remind myself, okay, 
don't faint don't give up don't quit here you can't stop here you can't stop here you can't stop here um and then in hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 it says therefore since we also have such a large cloud of witnesses surrounding us let us lay aside every hindrance and the sin that so easily ensnares us and this is the part that just gets me every time let us run with endurance the race that lies before us keeping our eyes on Jesus the pioneer and perfecter of our faith and that little section right here let us run with the endurance with endurance the race that lies before us how do we run this race by keeping our eyes on Jesus why Jesus? Because he's the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. And I was trying to run this race. I was trying to live for God, but my eyes were not on him. And at least for me and the little experience that I have with running, and let's put some emphasis on little because your girl does not go out here running. But what I know about running <laughs> and what I know about just like walking and the body in general, where my eyes go, my body follows my body always follows. And so I know if I'm walking and I'm supposed to be walking into Target and when I get into Target, my eyes turn to Starbucks, my body might just happen to follow Starbucks. Why? Because not only are my eyes now on Starbucks, but there are thoughts and desires that are being triggered within me that that emphasizes a desire or emphasizes the need to turn to Starbucks when I'm supposed to go directly into Target with the intention of getting whatever it is I'm supposed to get. Um, and when we are pursuing God, when we are desiring to go cl grow closer to him and we happen to be experiencing these difficult situations, we have to keep our eyes on him because where our eyes are, the rest of us follow right? The rest of our body will follow. And that's something that I had to ingrain in my mind. If I'm going through a tough season where I feel very dark and depressed and I don't look to the light, I will remain in darkness. If I'm going through a season where I don't know where my next meal is coming from and I don't look to the provider, I will continue to dwell in that dark space. We have to fix our eyes and run the race um, that lies before us by keeping our eyes on Jesus. He can see us through. And another type of uh, struggle or a race um, situation, however you like to phrase it, that I had to go through personally was like financial difficulty it was something I um, was aware of growing up my mom and I we didn't have a lot you know we may do it what we had and I would remember seeing my mom try to figure out how she was going to pay this bill or that bill and a lot of times this verse I'm about to, to mention to you a lot of times when we mention this verse it's not in the context or an acknowledgement of finances it's just I have something going on in my life and it's kind of tough but I know that I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me right 
However, if you read Philippians chapter four, verse 13, and you read prior to to that verse, we know that Paul is talking about his financial situation. He was talking about how he had learned to make do with little and a lot. And so um, after saying that, he then goes to say that he can do all things through Christ, which strengthens him. And so I had to learn. Because when I tell you 2020, it wasn't just um, still adjusting to having these new siblings and family members, but it was being laid off because of, you know, the panini we were in and my job closed down and I didn't have money anymore. Didn't know what to do. I had just graduated from college. I wasn't working in my profession. Um, I felt like I wasn't doing well. I just, it was a lot of different obstacles all at once, right? And I was just like, yikes, this is too much. I can't do this. But I had to realize that I can. I can run with endurance. And running with endurance doesn't always mean I'm sprinting. Because with endurance, there has to be a follow through. You can start the race, but you have to have a grace to continue it. So, learning that I needed endurance, that I could start the race and continue the race and that I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me and that I didn't need to be weary and well-doing. These were all lessons that I was learning within some months, within some months and not just learning because I've heard these scriptures before, but it was stuff that I had to actually begin believing and living. And that's the difference, getting information, processing information, And acting on that information shifts everything. I feel like a lot of times we hear scriptures because we go to church or we will read the verse of the day or we'll open up our Bibles. But we have to believe it. We have to believe it and we have to apply what we're reading in order to see a change and to see an action. Um, Not an action, to see a change or a shift um, in our lives or our situations. Um, And so also another verse that I would like to share with you all is from Romans chapter five. And in verse three, it says, and not only so, but we glory in tribulations. Also knowing that tribulation worketh patience and patience experience and experience hope. And y'all, we have to allow these things that we endure to do a work in us. And I was going through this dark season, through these dark times, and I was not allow any, not allowing any of the things that I'd been enduring to do a work in me. I wasn't allowing God to take those things and do a work in me because in my pride, I felt like he was owing me something. So I didn't want to talk to him about what I was really going through. And so I was somewhat sabotaging the relationship I had with the only one that could help me because I was too prideful to say, God, I'm scared and I need you and I'm tired of hurting and I don't know what to do. Had I just opened up to say that, Had I had the maturity, the growth, the mindset to know that that's all I had to do, my life could have been so different in that season. I could have been growing in my patience, growing in experience, growing in my faith and knowing that God would never leave nor forsake me, that I didn't have to be afraid and I didn't have to be discouraged. And I'm grateful now for that season because I know I know how to handle seasons and situations of 
tribulation of heartache and how to not want to run and quit and give up. Um, But I know now that I can pray and rely on God's strength. And I want to remind you guys one more time, relying on God's strength requires humility and maturity. We have to know and believe that God can and desires to strengthen us with his power that we may have endurance for this race, this race of life, this race of living for him and growing in him. So I feel like I said a lot today. I know I rambled a little bit because listen, that by grace through faith had me in a chokehold, but we made it through. Amen. Amen. (laughs) I really pray that those of you who have listened to this episode will realize you're not alone in any of the things that you're going through. And it may seem like no one else in the world could be experiencing what you've experienced, but there's a God who loves you and he is right there with you. He's never left you and he's not allowing you to go through things just to punish you because he hates you and he's not punishing you just because you made this mistake. No, Take these situations to him and I pray that he opens your eyes and your heart and your mind to knowing that these situations are equipping you with the ability, the knowledge, the wisdom to be able to steward well the things that God wants to bless you with. And I want to close with this prayer from Colossians um, chapter one, verses nine through 14. And it says um, that we're asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding so that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience, joyfully giving thanks to the father who has enabled you to share in the saints inheritance in the light. He has rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of the son he loves. In him, we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Thank you so much for plugging in for another episode of the Outlet Podcast. I love you all so much. Peace and blessings.